0: Scripture tells us in Mark 16, 15, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all of creation. This was a command, not a suggestion. And so the She Breaks Chains podcast was birthed from the desire to be obedient to the word of the Lord. Come abide in Him and encounter His presence as we work through various topics, devotionals, and hard conversations that are sure to challenge your perspective and bring you closer to our Heavenly Father. Let's turn your mess into a message and your pain into purpose. This is the revival of our eternal freedom in Christ. Come on. In a world that often seems dark or difficult, we may find ourselves facing these huge battles that come with fear and anxiety each day. And though we know God's truth and we believe in his word, there's this um, struggle That we can't seem to shake off and sometimes we find ourselves trapped right in the mess of it all. Yet reality tells us that so much of what we spend our time worrying about never even happens. Living under the weight of what-ifs is a really hard place to dwell. God has words of life and truth that he wants to speak straight into our fears and worries. And as we choose to soak them in, meditating on them and praying about them, we will be changed will be set free from the burden of fear, the weight of worry, and the entanglement of anxiety. One of my favorite verses, which has carried me through so many difficult and uncertain times, is found in Isaiah 41.10. It is the Lord's very clear reminder to our hearts not to fear. For He is with us. He is our God. He strengthens us. He helps us. He upholds us with His righteous hand. Nothing in this verse ever says it's all up to us to make it through somehow, but it assures us that our God who never sleeps or slumbers is at work in and through us, and he promises to hold us up. There's surely no better or safer place to be but to be held by him. The Bible says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You guys have no idea how much I needed this devotional paired with this verse. So I'm no stranger to spiritual warfare and the battle that comes with it is just full of fear, worry, anxiety, panic, anger, insecurity, if you can name it. I have probably been knee deep in the trenches of that battle more than once. I started my journey in motherhood six years ago, uh, about six and a half years ago, because my daughter turned six in April, um, but I started my journey in motherhood about that time ago as just this young single mom in a toxic and fear-filled relationship, um, and and knowing God through Facebook posts here and there, but not through the Bible or a personal relationship with Him, and now here I am, <clears throat> excuse me, years down the road, and I've had two more beautiful daughters who are two years old and almost six months old, which is so crazy. Um, But I found myself in the very same situation of single motherhood again for a second time around, Um, and this time from a different relationship and during various forms of heartache both before and during my most recent pregnancy. And because of these unexpected circumstances, I've had some really big things going on. Like I have been... (laughs) going through it. And I laugh because if I don't laugh, <laughs> I will cry. Um, but I've had these hard moments where my faith has been tried and tested in such a deep way that I have been pushed to capacity. I have hit wall after wall after wall. I've held on to things that I should have laid at the Lord's feet and I've partnered with ungodly words, thoughts, and feelings. I've cried out to God wondering, Where his protection was, where his provision was. And it has all been too easy a handful of times just to sink back into those familiar feelings of fear, worry, and anxiety because I was just, I was dead set, like on knowing what my future held. Uh, while trying to praise a God who instead asked me just to put my faith in him without ever needing to know that future. And I only came into a relationship with Christ probably about three years ago, um, like an intimate relationship where I'm encountering him daily, where I'm on fire for his word, where I want to be in my Bible every single day. I don't want to go to church multiple times a week. I'm not, I mean, I, I grew up Christian, but I've only been living that specific life with that, uh, intimate relationship with him for about three years. And so, um, there are still times because it's so new to me that I've been over here like, Hey God, <laughs> am I really equipped for this? I'm still learning and understanding. So do I count when it comes to asking for your protection and provision? Since I'm like, I'm new here. Do I count when you say, if I seek you, you will be found if I do count, why does it seem like I can't find you right now? Do you want me to find you? Is this a lesson or a guessing game? What is going on? It's of course, all of that is a fear-based mentality. They are demonic lies we receive from the enemy, that God can't be found, that he is not with us, that he is not for us, so that he can distract and divide us from the truth of the word of the Lord. Because we know that God is a God who can be found and wants to be found by his people. He is a God who can be known and wants to be known, a God who wants to be close to us as we meditate on his living and breathing word. It's why we call him Emmanuel, which means God with us in James 4 8 it says draw near to God and he will draw near to you and even in the moments where he seems silent or distant he has not left or forsaken you just like he never left me in my times of need I was just focused on what was happening to my flesh and what was going on around me instead of what he promises will happen to my spirit if I abide in him (laughs) that's so good Every single time I think of that, I'm like, wow, I was focused on me. I was focused on self instead of what he promises will happen to my spirit if I'm just abiding in him. If we open our eyes, our ears, and our hearts, we will see his hand in every single moment. We just have to be willing to shift our perspective and our heart posture from a place of viewing things through our own lens to a place of viewing things through a biblical lens full of his promises. Yes, Sophia, that is right. (laughs) My tiny girl is sitting next to me while I record this. So she has some things to say. Um, But we can find our guide map uh, to life right in the pages of the Bible, you guys. Everything else we might be worried about shouldn't even matter because we aren't supposed to know everything god is we are just supposed to put our full trust and faith in his sovereign plan for us and so that's what I've really been focusing on personally oh <gasps> gotta take a deep breath I'm like my words are getting ahead of me I'm over, I'm over here like I just had a whole bowl of lasagna soup <laughs> with probably half a loaf of sourdough bed that, bread bed okay all right cool sourdough bread that I baked a couple hours ago so we're a little full over here But anyway, um, I've just been focusing on these last few months, um, just being super, super intentional about encountering the Lord, whether I hear him or not, whether I feel him or not, whether he appears to be at work or not, because it's a decision to be disciplined and to not act on the way that I'm feeling but instead to do what he has asked of me and to step into that obedience because I'm called to do so as a follower of Christ. It's not a feeling, it's an action. And the great thing is that I know he is ever present because he promises to be. He promises that, and he didn't break his promises. His word is true. Amidst the fear and the crippling anxiety, amidst the unknown, amidst all of, for me, my recent legal proceedings, custody paperwork, back and forth agreements, having to recount my story to my legal team, the police, victim advocates, prosecutors, district attorneys, uh, oh my gosh, domestic violence shelters, counselors, CPS, my church family. You guys, the list continues to grow, unfortunately. Um you name it, I've had to share with people not because I wanted to <laughs> um but because that was just part of the the process and I've had moments where I've enjoyed the sunshine because God awakened me yet another morning and allowed me to be full of unexplainable joy. And then in the next breath I'm lying on the floor having cried every tear left in my body body wondering how I got here so unexpectedly feeling like I ruined the lives of my sweet children by staying in a relationship that I should not have stayed in but then also feeling like I ruined their lives by walking away or one moment I am jamming to music while driving and the next moment I'm pulled over on the side of the road having a full-blown panic attack because something triggered me I know we use that word all the time I know that is such a word that people use today but it's true you're triggered by something. Um, but a lot of time, I don't even know what the trigger was. And through all of the heavy and the holy, I have been able to find little bits of his goodness and glory everywhere I turn He leaves the most special pockets of peace tucked away for me when I need peace the very most. And it's always so beautiful to sit in those moments and feel the tangible presence of my Heavenly Father as He loves on me and my children so gently and so faithfully. And He reminds me daily of the authority I have through His Son. And He shows me how my prayers can bring the realms of heaven into my home and into my situation when it feels like hell itself has been made comfortable here. There is no territory that is not the Lord's and he will restore all that the enemy has attempted to steal, kill, and destroy. I'll be honest, there has not been a lack of chaos, but there also hasn't been a lack of his law and order. There hasn't been a lack of anger and frustration, but there also hasn't been a lack of his unprecedented joy. I have contended for provision in so many ways, just like I know so many of you have And he has placed more blessings into my hands than I can count. And I have prayed for protection for myself and especially for my daughters and heard the Lord tell me, Lauren, you cannot rely on the world and earthly justice to protect you, but you can rely on me to protect all of my children and extend heavenly justice when that day comes. Nothing happens without my permission, all for your good and all for my glory. Wow. I remember when he spoke that to me and I was just totally struck, like awestruck. I'm over here like, Lord, what did you just say to me of all people? Just this tiny little girl from Fort Worth, Texas. And you are talking to me like you love me. I love it. I love it. It just, I I can't even explain how happy it makes me. To know that no matter what it is that we've gone through, God will protect us because ultimately we're his children. And he'll protect my children because they're on borrowed time with me. They're his babies. And that reminds me of when my daughters and I were granted an emergency protective order. And I was going through all of the details with the detective, recounting so many painful moments. And my heart was truly just aching. Sophia I'm going to need you to know this is a solo podcast. This is not, you're not my co-host. All right. I gave her a toy. Hopefully. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we're just going to go through it. And we're going to hope that she just takes a moment. But anyway, um, we were working on getting granted an emergency. Oh my gosh. Sophia. An emergency protective order. Um, I had to go through all these details. And um, we were told that the EPO would only be valid for two months, but that we would be granted an extended protective order. Okay, I'm going to have to just pause. All right, folks, here we are 30 minutes later. Um, I'll just dive right in. What I was saying is, it just reminds me of when we were kind of going through this whole thing to gain a protective order and um we were told or I was told that it was only going to be valid for 2 months, but that we would be granted an extended protective order that would last for 2 years and it would change the direction of our custody agreement. And so, I relied on that piece of paper and the potential change in custody to keep us safe. And then one day I heard God speak to me so loudly, one of the most uh, clear moments that he's ever spoken to me actually. And he said, you will not be granted the protective order a second time because you need to be reminded who your ultimate protector is. Your children are my children and therefore they're on borrowed time. Do you not trust me to take care of my children? I kid you not, I was doing the dishes And at the time my dad is actually staying with me in my home, um, just for safety reasons. And he wanted to make sure that we were okay. And, and I told him, dad, I'm not going to be granted this protective order. God told me today. And I know it to be true. He spoke to me clear as day. And let me tell you, every single person I spoke with said the order was a done deal. We were shoo that there was no way we wouldn't get approval because they said they see it every single day. Professionals who do this every single day said that we were like automatic approval. And what happened, you ask? I got a call first thing that next morning after I had heard God say that to me. Um, and the gentleman told me the law had recently changed and the protective order was denied. And you know what? I wasn't shocked. I felt uh, this unexplainable peace. And I heard the Lord tell me that my obedience and trusting him would not go unnoticed, but that he would honor it. How wild is that? I legitimately knew we wouldn't get approved because God spoke to me and he gave me his surefire strength through my weakness in that moment where I wouldn't fall apart in fear, worry, or anxiety, but that I would instead rise up with the reminder that he is king over all and nothing is ever out of his mighty hands. So even in the middle of one of the darkest times of my life, feeling like everything was flipped upside down and stolen from me, I know that the only thing I can do in order to move forward is to trust the Lord. Even in the confusion, even when I don't understand, even when there's pain before the purpose is revealed, even when I'm pressing through the valley of the shadow of death, even when I'm worshiping in the hallway, just waiting for him to open the next door. Through all of that, he is still present, he is still gracious, he is still loving, and he is still so, so good for all of eternity. Y'all, we live in a broken world, and being a Christian does not ensure a life free from suffering. But through his living water, God empowers us to walk through difficult and impossible circumstances with courage and grace. Isaiah 58 11 through 12 says the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. You will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. This means we will have the guidance of the Lord when we seek him with sincerity in our heart and actions, and we will accomplish things for his kingdom. And when we live a life that is right with God, that life will be enlightened, guided, satisfied, fragrant, productive, healing, and freshly sustained. Does that not sound like a life full of joy when we trust the Lord and his plans for us, no matter the current season we're sitting in? Be encouraged by the truth that the Lord will lead us in all things, teach us everything that we need to know, equip us in the moments when we don't feel equipped, restore our peace and sense of purpose when everything feels like it's crashing down, and transform us and our circumstances beyond our wildest dreams, and prayers, if we will just give up trying to do it on our own, give up trying to understand each and every step, give up trying to have all of the control, give up trying to shift narratives the way we think they should go, and instead relinquish the desire to control the uncontrollable in order to witness the Lord doing things gloriously in His way, in His time, and far more beautifully and fruitfully than we could have ever imagined. Let's just pray. Dear God, I just lift my sisters and myself up to you right now. The fearful ones, the worried ones, the ones dealing with anxiety, defeat, and discouragement. The fear we face often feels like too much to carry. We're weary, worn out, burdened with too many thoughts and opinions outside of your own. We come before you today and we just lay it all down at your feet. Teach us to let go of the need for control and help guide us into the kind of freedom we can only have through you. We know that without you, it is impossible to be truly set free from the things that seek to distract, entrap, and break us. But through your mighty power, we can be restored and renewed. We can shake off the shackles of fear and anxiety, moving forward in your grace and truth. Thank you for reminding us that we never have to fear, for you are truly with us, giving us strength for every moment and helping us through every day. Fill us with your Spirit with your living water, and with the faith to believe that you are at work in us and through us for your great purposes and plans. We thank you that you are bigger than the obstacles and circumstances we face, and we praise you for your endless mercy, grace, and love. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, amen. support my platform and encourage me in making this another source of income for my little family of four please follow us on instagram at she breaks chains podcast share this episode with your friends rate our podcast on both spotify and itunes and leave a comment if you feel led to do so see you next time thanks for listening to my mommy love you